How are they, Ralph? Good? They taste like burning. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is May 21st, 2012. This is episode 5 of the What To Sauce cast. With me tonight, as always, is the smelly and stinky screw tape. Hi. Uh, Sambo, he's just loud. Yep, that's me. And we have Kaisif. No, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got a great show planned for you tonight. Uh, As always, check us out on gw2sauce.blogspot.com. G plus Facebook, Twitter at GW two sauce, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. And thank you to Andy funny. And and thank you to Andy (laughs) (laughs) silence. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you to Andy on iTunes for leaving us a review. (sighs) Moving on. Patch notes. There was quite the leak over the weekend. I took um, the leak. Yeah, me too. Several over the weekend. Several. Who else saw these over the weekend? I didn't see them until today. I didn't see them until today. I didn't see them till today either. And I haven't all finished right. looking at them either. <laughs> We're all in the same boat. Perfect. Uh, late Sunday, but yeah. Yep. Screw tape. Go for it. Take it away. Okay, um, buttload of stuff. Obviously, there's the the standard caveat. You know, it it could not be legit. It could be something people are just messing with us on. But yeah, there is a ton of stuff there. Peruse through it. Um, Some of the really fun-looking things, um, just kind of gameplay mechanics. The one that I'm super stoked about is they've set it up so that if you don't have someone targeted and you're firing something that is missile or projectile-based, wherever the camera is focusing, that's where it's going to fire. So I mean, you've just you've thrown a whole almost first-person shooter element into the game. Interesting. I can tell you, all the engineers with flamethrowers are loving that because they now have the ability to just not target anything, and they could totally flamethrow a path. It'll be awesome. Um, There were some shots of kind of the revamped uh, cash shop. Nothing earth-shattering. There were a couple. It looked like they had added sunglasses. Um, sunglasses. Yeah, aviator and, and inventor sunglasses. Yeah, uh, I think the top hats were in there, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, I think they were in for one of the betas they were in for. Oh, a lot of mechanic stuff. I mean, you can see they're really tightening, trimming, fixing, tweaking. Um, the big thing that a lot of people are really latching onto, though, is the fact that they're they're kind of doing play testing on the high level dungeons. Which would seem to imply that they have a lot of stuff, you know, if they're if they're already adjusting that part of it, um, you know, obviously if you're, we're close to release. That's you know, like I said, June eighteenth, cough, cough. False. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna stick with it, but yeah, everybody's really psyched because they figure if we're that far along, looking at that kind of end game content, that uh, we're hopefully closer to release than some people think. Yeah. One dollar, Bob. Excited! Excited! Oh, they also they also mentioned there's going to be some kind of PvP uh, ranking system. I think was the term they used. 
but basically yeah. there were there were going to be like uh, tiers you could progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like there was yep. some information in there as well on possible like arena style setups. Yeah, so, yeah, it was like some, random, yeah there were some screenshots of those too. Five five players, uh, and it was kind of a queue tim- similar to what they use for. Um, that game that we used to play for so long, Warcraft. Wow. It's kind of similar to what you do for LFG. If you get a group of five people, you can queue for a random dungeon. Well, you can do the same thing, only you're queuing for a quick tournament. Tournament. 18 tournament with five players per team, single elimination. Yeah, I'm looking at a screenshot. So that's pretty awesome. And yes, Aviator Sunglasses, Cook's Outfit, Inventor Sunglasses, Pirate Mate's Outfit, which was in the... that was, in, was the in the beta. That's the one I thing bought you that. bought. <laughs> yeah, I bought it, and it had a. I had my own personal cannon. It was pretty awesome. I have one too. The other thing they put in there that I noticed: uh, World versus World will have skill quests, skill point quests. Sweet. Yes. I didn't see that. That's a, that's I read that page very. Twice. I think it was down towards the very bottom. I'm trying to find it again. But yeah, there was. That's- there was a blip in there about I'll that. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, a lot of what uh, this, a lot of this information comes straight from Reddit, where the the leak was, I, I guess, first posted, if you want to say. But um, a lot of high level dungeons tested internally, like we were talking about. Um, now this again, disclaimer: this could be a lot of rumors, but you know, another thing here, we've got the Mystic Forge, which is found inside Lion's Arch. Could be used to make some of the rarest high-level items in the game. Um, many of its recipes are a total mystery. This is straight from Reddit. So, so it's mystical. They had also put in a little um, little uh, blip about legendary weapons. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Proof that they're in there, but they're going to be purple. Oh, cool. Purple. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the patch note said something along the lines of just to F with you. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to find that, but it's in there someplace. It's a, pain in the, oh, it's a pain in the butt because it's a giant image, so you can't do a text search. Yeah, that was lame. Um, let's see. It says just some high-level zones needing work. Uh, the Asura zones and quests are coming along very fast. The Savari zones lag crazy crazy lag uh frame rate issues and stuff so uh basically what this is it's just just looks like a giant list of a lot of i mean for the most part it looks like a lot of little things that need tweaking and at this stage in the game if they're that close and that and tweaking just the little things i would say a month to two months so my july 10th date looks uh looks pretty promising june 26 bro mm, tasty june 18th <laughs> Kaisen, your date is uh, 12, 12, 12. Oh, come on. That wasn't my serious date. Hey, that's what you put down. Uh, Whatever. I don't care. I'll stick with that. Just because I don't even care about anything anymore. Uh, if you want to check that out, just go to uh, gw2sauce.blogspot.com. I'll do a short post before the night is out linking to that Reddit post with the uh, patch notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, they also added if you build a cannon or something, and uh, someone else hops in it, and you try to log or you try to hop in it, it kicks them out. So no more uh, no more point stealing. Yeah, I had that happen to me a couple times when I built the uh, siege. What are the rams called? Battering rams. Batter- 
Uh, are we sure? That, is that what they really called? I thought that's what it They're, was. I think they were called giant door knockers. <laughs> Hello? Yes? Hello? Ring-a-ding-ding! <laughs> oh, that's cool. But this is the first podcast that we've had a, an opportunity to talk, uh, mainly after the, the stress test Monday. Yes. Stress test Monday, which I have to say I did notice they have increased slightly increased optimization for different systems because my computer was running a little smoother. I noticed that too for the 20 minutes I played. Yeah, I played for a whole 15 minutes and done this stuff. Not much. I played for just about the whole thing and um, I didn't really have any problems. There was just one, maybe two times where it was just, the lag was just a little bit much, but other than that, um, I thought it was very smooth. But I wasn't in any of the low-level areas. I was I was in um, Kessex Hills. Skixix. Kessex Hills. So I, I was out there doing doing the do and uh, didn't notice a whole lot of problems. The only time that I had, you know, the the overflow server thing was when traveling back to Queensdale for anything. That was the only time that I had any. Uh, you know, this this area is full. You can queue. You can travel here, but that was normal. And the thing I love about that is I still get to play the game. So who cares? If you're in a party traveling between overflow servers and you get to be in the same overflow server, I don't know if that was fixed or not, because I didn't try any of it. I think I was just, I finished my personal story, and that's what I focused on. It was level, I think I hit, I was level 22 before the night was over. So To throw in um, a little bit of info that we didn't really get a chance to talk on um, last time, um, none of us had really played the Mesmer too much, and I did get a chance to... Uh, go crazy on the mesmer on, on the on the uh, stress test Monday, and I think we had mentioned before that one of our things that we really enjoyed was the great sword mesmer, two-handed mm-hmm. sword mesmer, and they had oh, yeah. really cool animations. It was a lot of fun. Um, I did enjoy that thoroughly, but I wanted to try out some of um, the other options, and I tried scepter main hand pistol offhand, and it is a ton of fun. It is so much fun. I, I just was like, okay, I, I don't know which one I like better now. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, you get to, like, with the scepter as your main hand, you get to throw just, like, your regular attack, your auto attack, if you want to call it that. You get to throw, like, ether bolts, and there's a possibility for more ether bolts as you throw them. And then um, you have an ability to block. So if you block, it um, creates a clone then that clone will cast Ether Bolt. That's if the mob gets up in your face. And then you have this, um, uh, I'd say mid-range thing, where it basically just channels a beam of energy, and it's awesome. Like, it hits really hard. It's it's a really nice ability. It does have a 15-second cooldown on it, so it's kind of annoying for cooldown-wise, but they pretty much all do, so you just kind of get used to it. But uh, if you're holding a pistol in your offhand, though, you get to fire um, an ability called Illusionary Duelist, and it creates an illusion of yourself that continually casts unload on your foes. Nice. So it just stands there and boom, 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 just keeps firing. So it's pretty awesome. You also get an ability called um, Trick Shot. And that hits up to three targets within so many yards of each other. The first target is stunned. The second target is dazed. And the third is blinded. So. Man. I, it's, yeah, it's epic. It's freaking awesome. I just had to, I just had to put that in because it's... Mesmer's looking great. 
So have you guys decided what you're settling on for your mains? Not at all. It's between <laughs> it's between two for me now. Okay. But it's yeah, me a different too. Two. Yep, me too. I, I mean, I think I really I, did enjoy the Ranger. I did, but the Mesmer also. was kind of fun. It was. I'm stuck between Mesmer and Norn Warrior because I really enjoyed Warrior. Now, what about? Um, there weren't any improvements to Pet AI because there no. Yeah, there I don't see any, anything here. There wasn't anything like. Uh, there wasn't any crazy downloads that we had to. Right, so there couldn't be that big a tweak. No. Mm-hmm. Um, my pet actually did go, and in the 15 minutes I played, my pet did manage to aggro about three mobs that I while I was standing still. Squirrel. You gotta love it. Ooh, shiny! <sighs> I'm sticking with the Guardian all the way. I played... Uh, like I said, I got that... I got him... I got my Guardian until 22 or 23... And I tried out every weapon set. That's something I didn't do for the beta weekend. I stuck with greatsword and staff for the beta weekend event. But this this last time, I uh, was really, 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 really enjoying the scepter main hand torch offhand, offhand um, because of this ability right here. Cleansing flame. Breathe magical flames that damages foes and remove conditions from allies. It literally is blue flame coming out of your mouth. <laughs> You're a blue flamer. <laughs> Surprisingly, awesome. nobody here was shocked by that. <laughs> no, seriously, though, a lot of people are are <laughs> stuck in this loop where, oh, I want to play a ranged character, so I'm going to play a necro, or a Mesmer, or a Ranger. So I'm, uh, I'm going to be ranged, and that's all there is to it. You can actually go... This is why I'm stuck between these two right now. You can actually go ranged warrior. You can go longbow warrior or rifle warrior. Longbow is more about AoE-style range, and rifle is all about single target. And they do... It's not like, well, you know, since you should be a melee character, since we're going to stick you into this archetype, you are going to be a melee character. No, they actually make you viable as a ranged character, which is... Extremely awesome, because if you go rifle, which is single target based, and you, I mean, literally, if you can single pull mobs instead of pulling groups, like sometimes you get stuck doing, you can t- you can kill those mobs before they're even to you, because you've got a snare, you've got like an unload style ability, so I mean, it's, it's an amazing range class, and if for the people who are, like, they want to play a ranger, but they don't want to pet, I mean, a, a warrior would be a great range class for you, I think you'd really I want to play it. a sniper. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it kind of is. I mean, the the rifle warrior has an ability called brutal shot. You shoot them, it makes them vulnerable. Um, you actually do have um, a bleeding shot. You have a volley that shoots a bunch of bullets at your foe. So I mean, it's like it really is just. I don't know. It's just awesome. You ha- you also have a kill shot style ability um, called kill shot, but it's not based off of you know, percentage of health or anything like that. It's based off of your, um, uh, whatchamacallit's, not rage. <laughs> I was about to say rage. I know. Adrenaline? What'd you, yeah, adrenaline, yeah. Yeah, adrenaline. <laughs> it's an adrenaline-based shot, and it's it hits like a truck. And it does have a cast time on it, but it's it's really awesome. It's only got like a 10-second cooldown if you can build, build your adrenaline that fast, too. So, But if you want to go like... You know, if you're in a situation where you have to go AOE and you have to kill lots of mobs, you can switch over to a longbow, stay ranged, and you still have really nice AOE as well as, like, an AOE, um, 
not an AoE, but a snare is what I was looking for. You have a snare, and I mean, it's just awesome. It's a lot of fun. So if you're if you want to play the ranger style of of range bows and guns, but you don't want to try a pet, go warrior, go range warrior, and you'll have a lot of fun. So basically, at this point, ranger is just kind of a warrior without the plate armor. <laughs> because their pets are junk anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, we all know that Arena Net's going to fix the pet. AI, yeah. So once that comes back in, your pets are actually worth something. Then I think I think you'll you'll be seeing Rangers as a really good farming class because they'll be able to just take stuff down fairly quickly. But is until you get to that point where they have the AI fixed and you just want to go anti-pet range with bows and guns, Warrior Warrior's your best bet. Yeah. And the whole the whole range thing with it's so awesome that you can do that with just about any class. Like I said, I've only played the guardian. Uh, I played the thief very little, and I played an engineer very little. But the guardian, I did the the great sword and uh, the scepter, main hand, torch, offhand. That those are the two combos I use the most. Uh, thirdly, the staff, and the staff was still kind of ranged, but I, I love that I can go from just blasting somebody with a greatsword, swap weapons, drop back a bit, remove some conditions, and just blast people at range, too, because it totally makes for a different, two totally completely different styles of gameplay. And it's just awesome that they did that. So awesome. I keep trying, I'm, I, my brain is so trained to that right now that every time I switch a weapon in Diablo 3, I'm expecting like a different set of skills. <laughs> wow. I have not been playing Diablo. Because I do not own it. Are you going to own it? No. No? Well. I just, I know, I understand why people like it, but I just didn't enjoy the beta that much. And I played Diablo 2 way back in the day. and Just more, it's just like a pretty version of Diablo 2 without all the bugs. And that didn't change anything for me. Yeah, I had to agree with you there. I mean, it definitely... Obviously, everybody thought, you know, oh, Diablo 2 is leaps and bounds better than, than Diablo 1. I mean, so much better graphics and stuff like that. But I do feel like Diablo 3 is a little closer to Diablo 2 than 2 is to 1. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's kind of weird because uh, we, we were all playing this weekend and we got to a point... I'm not going to give away any spoilers for people who haven't played it yet, but we got to a point where we got to a boss... And I made a comment of, how many times have we killed this boss? And <laughs> it's it's true. I mean, I believe we killed him in one, two, and now three. So it's just kind of like, were they doing it to be funny? I don't know. Were they at, like, is Diablo three supposed to be a continuation, or is it supposed to be an alternate universe to two or something? I don't know because it just seems very similar. But I will say this: it is absolutely beautiful. And it is a lot of fun. It's just great to just go hack and slash your way through dungeons. I just enjoy it. It is. It's it's going to be enjoyable for, I would say, a, a, a good two months, two to three months. And then after after we've completed it a few times, it's it's going to get stagnant. Yeah. But then hopefully by that time, GW2 will be out and we won't even care about, we'll be like, Diablo 3, what's that? Hmm? What's that game? Well, it's a good thing. I mean, think about how Diablo 2 was to you. I mean, you played Diablo 2 through pretty much once for every character, and then you played through some of the hard, harder modes and stuff like that for each of your characters or for one or two of your characters, and then you were done. I mean, that was pretty much it. You were just like, okay, 
you know, moving on, going to go play something else. And then, like, maybe six months later when you're like, man, I really don't feel like playing X game or Z game. I think I'll play Let's Diablo play 3. Diablo. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. it'll be one of those games just like Diablo 2 where you, yep. you play it real hardcore for a while, you go play something else, and you come back a few months later and you play it some more. Yep, I was playing Diablo 2, like, last year. I was going through it again with an assassin. I didn't ever get to play the assassin in the original Diablo 2, which was, was good. A lot of fun. It'll be interesting. Very similar to the Demon Hunter. It'll be very interesting to see what they decide to do with an expansion pack for Diablo 3, because we all know it's going to happen. Yep. But, you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to bring some of the classes back that people really want? Um, I think that'll Diablo 2? Yeah, I think that would be a good idea, because I know that some people are missing specifically the Necromancer style of gameplay. Now, okay, you got a Witch Doctor, but Witch Doctor really doesn't play like the Necromancer. It, it is quite different, so... I mean, I've seen thing... builds that you can, you can actually mimic it, but it, it not till right. level 30. I mean, it takes a lot of work, and you have to play it, you have to skill out just so to even get right. close. Yep, yep. So, I mean, it would be cool to see them bring some things back, um, but, yeah, like uh, Echelon was saying... Um, how the uh, Demon Hunter felt kind of similar to, like, the Assassin. Um, Demon Hunter does seem very similar to, a, a, I would say, a perfect mix of the Assassin from D2 and the Amazon from D2. It's just, I, I mean, I think that's what they were going for, and I think they did a great job of it. It's a lot of fun. Yep. That's my single-player character right now. And uh, Wizard is what I've been playing with uh, with Kaisif and Screwtape and... Uh, Azami, they're one of our WoW friends. Oh, Azami's um, played with you guys, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Azami's got like a level 40 wizard already. I was about to say, I'll bet he's like super high level with one character already. <laughs> yeah, well he took the, he actually took the week off. <laughs> 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 that is so Asian. Yeah, it. I was just going to say that. Like, It's very on. true. You can tell oh, that he was great. he was raised by Asians. I, I can guarantee you that I'm going to be taking a few days off when Guild Wars when 2 Guild comes Wars out. When Guild Wars 2 comes out, um, I'm going to try to take some days off, but we'll see if my wife is okay with watching the kids all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately, I don't have any kids, so I don't have to worry about that problem. But my wife did ask me, um, so when Guild Wars 2 comes out, am I going to see you at all? And I was like, well, yeah, you'll see me going to get, you know, water, maybe some food every now and then. But you know. No, no, you should have said, you'll see me when I yell at you from the other room to get me something to drink. <laughs> you will, oh, you, you will see me. You will see me you when will you make me a sandwich. You will see me when you bring in my Hot Pockets. <laughs> hot Pocket. Oh, by the way, Hot Pocket just started making these new things. I mean, at least they're new to me. But they're called Nacho Cheese Bites, and they're in a tortilla-like wrap. With nacho cheese, taco meat, green onions, and uh, oh, something else. I'm forgetting something else. Anyway, salsa. They are. They are. Hallelujah! <laughs> they are so good. It's a shame. Ridiculous. It's a shame they give you cancer and diabetes at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's I'm sorry. And it's tortilla. Diabetes. Diabetes. That's enough out of you. You know, for all the good <laughs> stuff we've said about Diablo three, though, there are there are uh, some. Yeah. Uh, yeah, tell me, tell me about your, uh, tell me about your your launch day experience, Scrooge. <laughs> you know, I uh, and I, I posted this on uh, a couple of places, but I I really don't think enough people are talking about the new mechanic that they have with Diablo three. You know, the fact that most of us, you know, had to grind content in order just to log in. I think that was brilliant the way they they did that to really stretch the game out. I mean, I had mm. to sit there 
release night, and uh, all I could do was watch cinematics. And after I watched the cinematics, the opening one, probably 10, 15, 20 times, then I was permitted to log into Battle.net. I really, I really think that's clever. I don't. <laughs> Stretch the content out. <laughs> and, and it's what? classic Blizzard. Let's take something that we've done before and do it again. What Professor Screwball is trying to tell everyone is that the frickin' servers were down all night long. The Asians got the game first, and their servers didn't even work. So they spent the entire night screaming at their grandmas and Chinese and whatnot because they can't do anything else because the servers are down. So then it came to us hours later. And we we literally got to log into the game, I would say, well, no, a stable login. A stable login, I would say, two days after launch. Two days after launch, minimum. But the cinematics were gorgeous. Did they do these cinematics in HD? You know, I don't think they did. Well, I don't think they did either, no. I mean, they're they're beautiful, but I wouldn't say they're HD. Yeah, I don't I don't think that the cinematics were done in HD, but I that cinematic after Act One uh, was awesome. No spoilers, but yes, absolutely. no, yeah, yeah no spoilers, but holy crap, awesome. I'm, I'm ashamed to say it, but right now the primary driving force for playing the game. I mean, I want to I want to experience the story. Obviously, I think that's why we play games, but. Uh, the next cinematic is definitely the carrot at the moment. Like more probably more so than gear at this point, which is mm. abnormal for me. And for me, screw tape, honestly, you you know me probably better than either one of these other guys, but when we were playing Diablo two, I was just let's just do it. Let's forget about exploring. And this time I I don't know if it's just my playstyle has changed, but I cannot leave a map without shooting every barrel, mm-hmm. moving every loose stone, killing every enemy, making sure that every part of the map is explored. And now I don't care if I I don't care about that in multiplayer. I'll experience that on my own in single player. I don't want to hold other people to my standards in multiplayer because that'd be like a six hour one map game. See I get weird with multiplayer because everybody as soon as you get into a multiplayer game it's all it's always like, Alright, let's get to Diablo, go. And I'm just like, there's like, run, five, run, run. there's like five barrels over there. Did no, does no one else see those <laughs> barrels? Like, are we just going to stare at these? And then I look around and my whole party's gone. I have been really enjoying Diablo 3. I would say more so than, than 2, but um, I think I enjoy it more so than 2 just because it's a lot easier to see things. And um, it's a lot more intuitive when it comes to grouping the one thing i don't like about multiplayer though is it just sucks when you're not the same level i hate i hate 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 screw tape and i were just talking about this today i am so tired of games that are coming out that still are discouraging people from playing with one another i'm fine with making two characters and not playing one of them only playing that one in multiplayer but you got to have everybody online and when you're doing it with four people Sometimes it doesn't work out, and then you don't get to play that character. My multiplayer character is the wizard. I like the wizard a lot better than the demon hunter, but you know, I I just hope that I hope that we're moving away from. Uh, I don't want to say leveling is bad, but I I don't like the idea that I have to either level up to play with a friend, or that friend has to start another character. Uh, I don't know. It's just. It's getting old, that especially with what Guild Wars 2 has done, and 
I mean, the, what they've done is genius, and I want to see that in other games. Well, it was um, it was especially challenging, I think, because looking at the skills going into Diablo, I mean, you look at everything. Well, I mean, I've played the Witch Doctor and the Demon Hunter so far, and both of those classes, all of their abilities are you know, they pretty much say does this percentage of your weapon damage plus this percentage of your weapon damage over so many seconds. You know, it's it's always a variation of that. That gave me huge hope that we were going to see some sort of, you know, deleveling similar to like what we had with Guild Wars. You know, something mm-hmm. that would essentially pull you back a few levels. Sure, you might lose abilities, not permanently, but just until you reachieve that level with whoever you were playing with. Mm-hmm. I will say this, and I, I had created a hardcore character with some friends, and we were playing together this weekend, and, uh, you know, most of you guys know hardcore, when you when you die, you, you're, you're that's it, your character is dead permanently, so all your loot and stuff, everything, you're dead, it doesn't matter. And in your character sheet. Right, so I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, you're done, but the... Um, Question on that, actually, Kaisef, how is gold, how are gold, is it, is each... Hardcore character have their own gold pool because I know the normal characters pool gold across account. Um, I can't say for each hardcore character because I only have one, but your hardcore characters do not share your normal character's gold pool. So they have their own gold pool and stash. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, getting I'm, back I'm guessing, to that. Yeah, go ahead. The, um, I had created the character, and those guys had been off and running for a little while, and they were like maybe like level four, level five, level six. And I was like, come on, you know, I'm only level one. Why couldn't you guys wait for me? Like, dude, don't even worry about it. I was playing a witch doctor, so they were just like, you know, throw your snare down, just stay out of the way, don't get hit, you know, you'll be fine, whatever. And I did do that and was, you know, caught up to them, got into their area, and I just started leveling ridiculously fast because the mobs were so much higher level than me, and we were in a group together. So we were just absolutely like, I caught, I literally caught up to those guys and was, I mean, was within a level of them for the whole rest of the time. Um, you know, I would say probably in 15, 20 minutes. So it was like, by the time I had joined in and, and joined up with them, they were like six and I caught up to them at level six, like really, really quick. Now, Obviously, if they were, like, level 40, you know, that's going to be a slightly different animal, but at the same token, you know, I mean, it's, I think it's cool that at least if they're only a couple levels ahead of you, you catch up to them really quick, you know? Yeah. And hardcore mode, hardcore mode, by the way, totally scary. Totally scary. (laughs) Because every time you get hit, you're like, no, 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 no. You're, like, trying to run away, throw snares, do everything. No, 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 (laughs) no. But no, it's really epic. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of like. All right, you guys have all done this. I mean, I know that uh, us four have anyway. All played on a PvP server. When you're playing in a PvP server in, let's say, World of Warcraft, for instance, you pretty much spend a lot of your time, you know, just trudging through the quests like normal if you're a quest person. Then getting ganked by some jerk off. Right, you're just <laughs> yes. you're sitting there and you're you know you're constantly you know you have you're looking over your shoulder you're just waiting to hear that rogue stealth noise and you're just oh my gosh please don't. <laughs> But, you know, like, I mean, that's kind of like it is because that's kind of how hard mode is because when when you die, that's it. You know what I mean? So it's like you're always <laughs> looking over your shoulder. You're constantly, like, on normal mode, I just run into everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kill everything. This is going to be great. In, hard, in hardcore mode, I'm just kind of like, mm, Not the face. Uh, yeah, as soon as I see mobs, I quick run back to the group or I drop a snare and run away. So it's kind of funny. Like, it's it's slightly different kind, uh, different kind of uh, play style, but it's a lot of fun. Nice. Mm. 
So yeah, Diablo 3 in a nutshell. Great game. Going to be fun for a while. Uh, Going to be fun for a long while for the very hardcore Diablo fans. But for me, when Guild Wars 2 comes out, Bye. see ya, sayonara. Moving on, I wanted to touch on this uh, because I've been waiting for this movie for years. Forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> the Avengers. It was awesome. Oh, man. It, was, uh, it exceeded all of my expectations, for sure. Mine too. Mine too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kaisif and I were we went to see it together, and uh, uh, my wife romance. my wife was my wife was sitting next to me and and she after the movie she was like I don't know what was better watching your face during the movie or watching the movie <laughs> <laughs> she said because dude I I mean there were I'm pretty sure there were times during that movie where I was literally yelling like <laughs> <laughs> you can't uh, Hulk was a show oh yeah <laughs> when he grabbed Loki <laughs> I was like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was that guy. I was that we guy at the theater it. when he smashed Loki back and forth. I, I literally <laughs> yelled out loud like I could not help it. It was just hilarious. I, I laughed <laughs> so hard I started sweating, yep. and my wife was like, "Shut up! You're louder than everybody else here." <laughs> Dude, we. I think I think Kaisif and I laughed more than everybody else in our row. Oh. But it, it, there were definitely moments where th- that was the funniest superhero movie that's ever come well, out. Oh, yeah. And well, they they blatantly made funny lines. They didn't just like. That's oh, sweet. this might be kind that's of funny right. for those yeah. of you that get it. Yeah, yeah. clench up, Legolas. Exactly. Yeah. Josh <laughs> that was great. Is your mother aware oh, that you're wearing great. the drapes? speaking of the echelon the reason that we were the loudest people in our row is because everyone else in our row was staring at us because we were making so much noise (laughs) i I think they missed like half of the movie because of our loudness but it was fun oh it was great i i let me say this. Joss Whedon has set the standard for Marvel superhero oh, movies. Absolutely. You know, forget Marvel superhero movies. Superhero just movies superhero in general. Gen- yep, I, exactly. I am so glad I'm not the guy who said, I don't think he can do Avengers, and I don't think he can do Wonder Woman, because that guy is probably fine. Oh, he's doing now. Wonder Woman, huh? Supposedly. That's the current buzz. Uh, I had not heard that. Again, well, though, I, mean, I could trust him to make it good. It's true. I, uh, Firefly. Uh, yeah, I know. All. Yeah. Firefly, yeah. like, because Batman was great. Batman Begins when that came out, I was like, "This is the new standard awesome. of yep. superhero movies. Super mo- superhero movies don't have to suck. That's awesome." And then you know we just had a super long string of that of like, um, the Spider-Man films went downhill. Uh, yep. the Superman hit movies never went uphill, and. <laughs> Like, oh man! And the Hulk movies. It's like somebody took a dump and said, "There's the Hulk movie," and everybody uh, said, "Everybody's like, it's bad." And then that guy said, "Go take a dump on it again." <laughs> you know, I, I, you guys can you guys can flog me for this, but I I actually really like both Hulk movies. I really like the first one. Sean. The cinematography of that one. I really enjoyed. Not necessarily a big fan of of the story um, and how the Hulk was portrayed, but um, cinematography, a lot of the special effects, I, I thought were very well done. And Edward Norton, 
Edward Norton, I thought, was good in The Incredible Hulk. I thought that he did okay. I, he, he wouldn't have been my first choice. I think Ruffalo did an, an amazing job. Yeah. To me, though, Ruffalo embodies much more the the banner from the Lou Ferrigno series back in the day. Um, I just I, I, th- oh, I just Lou think he did a better job. Speaking <laughs> speaking of bitter trivia for you to take home, Lou Ferrigno is the only character to have been involved with all the iterations of the Hulk. Yep, he, he was actually awesome. he he was the voice of the Hulk in the New Avengers one. Yep, I saw that on uh, IMDb. I was like, oh. No way! Yep. Cool. What did he do in in the Norton Hulk? He, you know, he's, uh, he the, the, he's the voice of the actual Hulk, right? And he was he had the little security guard cameo with Stanley. Yeah, I remember that from the first one. But yeah, oh. he's been the voice hmm. of the Hulk for all of them. Oh, nice. oh! By the way, when Ash and I went to the movie, we were um, sitting at the end, and of course, the, you know, there's always the secret stuff through the credits. And in the credits, they had that you know a funny a funny scene that was enjoyable, and then they had a character that appeared. And, oh yeah! And Ash, mm. Ash had turned to me and said, "Is that Apocalypse?" No, it's what? not. It's, it is not. It's, it is not. No, it's, not. it's Thanos. Thanos. Yep. No, and it's Dark Side. It would have been great if it was Apocalypse. Though, <laughs> could you imagine though if they had managed to put together the um, Marvel or sorry the Avenger heroes with uh, the X-Men heroes facing Apocalypse together. Oh. That, that would have been sick because X-Men's also by Marvel. So, I mean... It's true. That would have been freaking amazing but if then, that had been Apocalypse. Then they might have to add the Fantastic Four. Actually, they can't because Fox still owns I the know. rights to Fantastic Four. And Captain America is also the Human Torch. Well, yeah, that's well, a problem, too. Yes, <laughs> Human Torch, yeah. he was better as Captain America. Oh, he was Captain oh, yeah. better. Awesome. I love I love the one line. Uh, There's only one God, ma'am, and I'm pretty yeah, sure he doesn't dress like that. Yeah, <laughs> that was so that was so like small town America. So it America. was hilarious. Yep. That was great. And, and you know, back to what we were talking about, Batman. You know, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, two amazing movies. Mm. Chris Nolan is a great director, great filmographer, person, cinematographer, cinematographer, <laughs> cinematographer. <laughs> I R I R smart. Uh, but uh, yeah, so now now we've got the Dark Knight Rises. Everything you know I've seen so far looks. I'm very excited. But Avengers was so much fun, mm-hmm. so funny. Um, so yeah, did you see Batman that uh, just... meme with the guys from the Avengers pointing, and it said like Avengers gross two point two million or something like that, or two hundred million, and then it says your move, Batman. <laughs> nice, Batman. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll be interested to see. I I think that uh, I think that the Dark Knight did what it did because of Heath Ledger. Oh yeah, because of him dying right before the movie was released, and that performance as the Joker being incredible. Oh, nobody that can deny that. Uh, his Joker is. When Jack Nicholson did the Joker, when Michael Keaton and uh, the original, in Tim Burton's Batman, Nicholson did a great job. I would say his Joker is more akin to Batman the Animated Series Joker. Um, Heath Ledger and his interpretation of the Joker would be more... Um, screw tape. what is the... The Killing Joke. Yes, yeah. the Killing Joke. Thank you. Wow, yes. I, can't, I am such a geek. No, that's okay. Yep. Hey, that's your job here. <laughs> 
Yeah. That is why fine. you are here. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it, Avengers was so much fun, and it just—I don't know. I, I think that I really will enjoy the Dark Knight, but I don't think I'm going to enjoy it for the same. I don't. I'm, I'm definitely not going to enjoy it for the it's, same. You're not. It's a different laugh. kind of storytelling, though. Yes, I'm going to enjoy it because it's Batman. I was yeah. going to say you, I love- you didn't laugh at Inception. You're not going to laugh at this. <laughs> Inception was awesome. Which, by the way, speaking of Batman, I just got the first volume of Batman the animated series. I've been watching that. Which one, the Fox oh. one or the uh, Warner Brothers one? Warner Brothers, the old school with Kevin Conroy. Yeah. And Mark Hamill. The good one. Oh, dude, yeah, the one from the nineties. Mark Hamill yeah. is the Joker. That was he did such an awesome job. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. We are all nerds. Yes, yes, we are. Yeah, That's so, why we are uh, doing this podcast in the first place. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome to see how the Dark Knight Rises does. Um, but I, uh, the whole Bane the voice thing that kind of worries me. Um, blah 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 blah. Uh, Catwoman. <sighs> Catwoman and Hathaway as Catwoman. Let yeah. me just say this: that's just, like one of the worst decisions they could have made. <laughs> Not necessarily. I wouldn't say that. The well, worst I was, you want to know Halle the worst Berry decision? Halle Berry may have been the worst. Halle Berry was like, you were talking about taking a steaming pile as far as the Hulk is concerned. <laughs> okay. Hello. Oh. Hey. hey. Wow. What's up, Kat? Hey, what the heck? The <laughs> boss. <laughs> hey guys, I hate to interrupt, but we've been looking at your numbers and. They haven't been too good as of late. I mean, like, at the last po- last podcast, you lost half your audience when Screwtape's mother stopped listening. So. <laughs> wow, that's awful. Joke's on you. My mom doesn't know how to listen to a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know how to say this, but I'd really hope the thong car wash you guys had run over at the high hop would help you get the word out. But it didn't do anything, uh, except for get your names in the arrest section of the paper. And then there's that nasty business about the profiles on the sex offender list. Hey, look, first of all, it's not called a thong. It's called a banana hammock. Get it right. <laughs> yeah, but the problem was we couldn't see yours. <laughs> I know you're not talking to me, Screwball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess without beating around the bush, a lot of you guys are fired from the, uh, the sauce cast. It, that's it, it's over. Tomorrow, your creditors will be divvying up what assets you have on the site, minus the footage of the Hello Kitty MMO beta. Nobody wants that. No! <laughs> Hope there's no hard feelings. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Yeah. <laughs> Burned. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> oh, nothing crapped on our hopes and dreams. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fine. I logged in just enough to hear something about the, the Hulk, and that was about it. So, yes, we're talking oh, about yeah. Avengers and superheroes. Yeah, how awful yeah. the Hulk movies, and then we were just about to move on to the Catwoman movies. Oh, that's that, yeah, that's the all new low in uh, superhero standards. So, <laughs> the all new low could have been worse. Yeah, yeah they could have got like Tim Carey for Catwoman or something, maybe. Uh, there was the better. Tim Burton Superman that never happened, starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah, that was atrocious. That <laughs> <laughs> was an atrocious idea all around. <laughs> the pictures, I still freak people out with those. In fact, I scared a whole row of people at the Avengers movie by showing them that. 
that is that a real thing? Oh yeah, you can. There's there's concept like they got they were well into the concept phase on that. Oh really? But you can you can find a picture of Nicolas Cage with long flowing black hair in a red and purple Superman outfit. What? <laughs> Honest to goodness. Good night. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> well. We just got fired, so I mean... <laughs> you can wait whatever you want, I guess. <laughs> Screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> you are home. Yeah, I got to watch the Avengers movie, actually, for the first time. I mean, I read yeah. the script, but I was I was impressed. It, actually, what disappointed me was after they put the Batman trailer in front of that, and then after watching the Avengers movie, I'm thinking, I don't know, Batman looks kind of too dark now after watching <laughs> Avengers. Dude, I just said yeah, that. Really? I totally just said that. That's wild. I mean, I, I'll uh, watch it anyway, but man, I, I don't you're know. You're not going to laugh. Gonna no, I'm not going to yeah, laugh it... at all. Uh, I laughed. So, we laughed so much at the Avengers. It was just a, it was just a really fun movie. And what we were saying is like, it's going to be difficult because Batman is such an emo movie that. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. Like, like I was saying earlier, we're still going to enjoy it, but it's not going to be something that we enjoy. I would say as much as the Avengers. Yeah, but we'll see. Oh, do you see where they're casting for the She-Hulk for the movie, the She-Hulk movie? Are you joking? What? Uh, no, it was what? on. Um, I'm on this. Uh, I think it's Cinema Cinema Blend or something like that. Dot com, and they always have little news updates, and one of them popped up that they're casting for She-Hulk. Um, no way. Yeah, well, you know, with all the I don't know how I feel there. about that. <laughs> It'd have to be Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's in my head. Oh, that's awful now. <laughs> okay, I read a few She Hulk comics growing up, and I did not like them at all. Oh. Yeah, I don't see how they're going to pull it off. I wanted the Green Arrow one to come about, but they kind of shelved that. The Supermax one, you guys hear about that? Mm-mm. No, they were they were actually going to do a Supermax Green Arrow movie, and it, it got all the way up to the point where they had the director and everything. Um, they were going to put Green Arrow out of costume in the Supermax prison, and he had to work his way out. And it's kind of introducing him later on to, to what would happen with the um, Justice League, but that kind of got mm-hmm. shelved when the Wonder Woman thing went belly up. So. Yeah, didn't they do a Wonder Woman series on NBC that did like a pilot and then nothing? Yeah, that's what killed the whole uh, Justice yeah. League drive. Oh, man, that sucks. Uh, yeah, well. I don't oh, think man. Justice League could do anything near as well as the Avengers. Uh, uh, dude, Superman is the most recognized hero Yeah, ever. but <laughs> Two his words. story is so hard to make Apache entertaining. chief. <laughs> Ine Chuck. I just found a picture of who they were casting to be the possible new She Hulk. Oh no. Megan Fox from Transformers. <laughs> what? Are you no That's serious, bro? Even Good work. old Tothums. <laughs> Great. What did you just say? Tothums. Tothums? Have you ever seen her hands? Oh, they're atrocious. No. Her thumbs look like toes. Yeah, they look like big toes. They look like a big she toe. Stop hitting them with on my other on my other podcast, we frequently make fun of her for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you, Sam. No, That's great. why would I do that? That's funny. So, Kef, while you're here, do you want to just touch on what we're doing? Since you fired us, oh, I touch on what uh, the the plan is. What the plan is? Uh, basically, piss off the MMO and gaming community uh, one company at a time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
as I hold up my rock. Can we please start with Blizzard? Can we start with Blizzard? I thought we'd start with EA. Oh, come I mean, on. That really. I think we're yeah, nobody with likes EA, EA anymore. Might as well start with EA's making Blizzard look great right now. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Blizzard should send some money back for the good advertising, you know. Yeah. Blizzard should Blizzard should give everybody a free copy of Diablo 3 for their wonderful launch. How many times how many times have they done patches like huge patches for WoW, expansions for WoW? They got to know that their games garner a certain level of demand. What's well, going to be any different for Diablo 3? So, you just can't you over over the last what? 8 years that Warcraft has been out. You guys haven't figured out that a lot of people play your games, so it'd probably be a good thing to handle to 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 be prepared to handle that traffic. They even I, had. I don't get it. It was the most pre-ordered item on Amazon ever. Really? Yep. Jeez. They screwed up big time by pissing off the Asian game, game community the way they did though with that launch. Yeah, that's all probably, I'm saying. There's probably hacks everywhere. Oh, there well, you are. Saw that right? It, the, yeah, a lot of them put their accounts hacked just recently. Yeah. Well, it's a not only are they hacked, but it's it, they're hacking past the authenticator. And the, yeah, the authenticators aren't doing anything. Yeah, that's and that's a huge problem for Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're all fired, <laughs> and we're going to piss off the, 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 the gaming community one company at a time, now would be a good time to tell everybody that all, all six of you listening... Um, five, remember? This is, my mom oh, I'm sorry. Our, ah. Yeah, the reason that we have Pep here again is because we're actually going to be taking over the podcast at MMOFringe.com. Um, that's kind of Kefka's brainchild, I guess you could say. Love child? Uh, you... oh, yeah. <laughs> Never meant to be. It's Never meant to be. Can we it's call like you whole... Papa? Just call me Donna Summers. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you? Why don't you just give us a, a brief little background on MMO Fringe? Oh, okay, we uh, started um, well back when Star Wars Galaxies came out, um, and SOE started filtering their forums, and they booted us off to. We went into MMORPG.com, and then we got moderated there. Then we went to other sites, and finally we just created MMO Fringe, so there would be you know we'd be able to cover the industry without any kind of moderation or worry about advertising dollars and so we just kind of systematically look at the industry um one case at a time and if it's good it's good if it's bad it's bad and we can say it without any kind of fear of retribution for the most part so um the podcast uh we did a series of podcasts uh, last year did pretty good with that um and people kind of tuned in to hear something that wasn't paid for by <laughs> um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, that's what we're looking forward to with you guys. You come in here and uh, talk about not just MMOs, though, because we're kind of expanding to cover things like regular video games, movies, just basically all the geek stuff um, that yep. we want to hear. Because I like to, I don't like to jump around to look at my, you know, get my information. I like to go in one place and, you know, there's talk about the movies I like from people that I like and uh, things like that. So the way you guys uh, banter on, uh, it works really well. <laughs> Except for the banana hammock thing. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> so, yeah, this will be the last GW2Sauce cast. And, uh, ever. Ever. But it won't be the last time that you guys hear us together. Um, you can head over to MMOFringe.com. Sign up for an account over there. Forums. Um, uh, there's going to be... 
What shout box? The shout box is epic. <laughs> I I didn't shout realize box. what that was, and then suddenly somebody said, "Hi, junkyard mog." I was like, "What the crap is going on here?" <laughs> so, somebody yeah. looking at me. Come join us over at mmofriends.com. I'm not going to plug the website. I'm not going to plug the Facebook or the G Plus or the Twitter. Does MMO Friends have a Twitter and a Facebook? It does have a Twitter. It actually reads straight off the forums. Anytime a topic comes up, it automatically posts there and Facebook. So we could be like, at EA, you guys suck. The end. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much works that way. Um, we have like over <laughs> nearly 4,000 uh, tweets from that, uh, that, that Twitter account. People don't realize oh, how it gets filtered out. One day, was funny story is that we made a joking, um, it was kind of sarcastic pass at SOE. Well, uh, some new SOE customer service on their Twitter end actually retweeted us, thinking it was like a compliment. It's like, wow, this is epic. You know, <laughs> they're actually retweeting the fringe because they, they have a standard policy not to acknowledge that we exist. So, oh man. <laughs> well, anyway, it's not bad, but I thought that was funny. <laughs> so, that's great. So, this will be, from now on, we will be heard under a different name. Not sure what that's going to be yet, but I'll make sure to announce it on gw2sauce.blogspot.com. Uh, we'll put a post up over there, um, just kind of going over what we're what we're going to be doing at, at uh, mmofringe.com. And we hope that you will join us over there for discussions. Uh, podcast format is still going to be pretty similar to what we did tonight. Uh, even tonight, that's probably going to be almost identical to what we do over there. Maybe with a little more focus on um, other other games. A little less on GW2, a little more on movies and, and other games, and maybe even some some uh, tabletop stuff that we'll get into down the road. Nerd culture. Nerd culture. Anime. Nerdgasm. Anime. Anime. Otaku farm. Gotta do anime. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that uh, uh, Kafka isn't your title on the forums like Forum F- Otaku Forumu or Forumu Otaku Forumu or something Otaku. like that. Yeah, <laughs> that is great. And you have like something crazy, like almost four thousand posts. Yeah, that's I kind of held back since January. I was averaging something like twenty posts a day with different news oh, updates. Oh. Well, yeah, but eh, I got to slow down at some point. So yeah, so very active forum base over there. Come and join us. And uh, from everybody at GW2 SauceCast, it's been real. The shortest-lived, worst Guild Wars 2 podcast in the history of podcasts <laughs> is finally coming to an end. Yes, we have a niche. <laughs> so everybody could say their farewells and take just take a few moments and, uh, and uh, say your goodbyes, and, and then we'll be done. Uh, screw tape, you go first. I just want to take a minute to look back and to talk about some of my fondest memories about the podcast. Uh... Yeah, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, how about you? Uh, See you later. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. I just want to say that a lot of you guys have been very close to me, my thoughts and my prayers and well wishes. I think some of you are almost like family, and I just want to say that I hate every last one of you. (laughs) If I've made you angry, that has made my day, and I really (laughs) hope that all of you die terrible deaths. Thank you. I hate you. I hate you and only you. I I hope all the horrible things in life happen to you. Entirely. (laughs) 
<laughs> but in all seriousness, it's been great, and it's not like it's over. We'll see you over on the fringe. Mm-hmm. Kev, how about you? All all two and two and an eighth shows that you've been with us. Oh, it's it's been a blast. And just check your guys' mailbox for the order protection I'm serving against you. So. <laughs> 200 feet. Had, oh, we can do all kinds of terrible stuff within I had 200 an feet. Officers show up to my door. And he said, "Leave Kefka alone." And my wife said, "Who's Kefka?" And police, not live with your mom. Police. <laughs> and so yeah, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been terrible. It's been 12-hour days of editing this piece of garbage down. I'm not wearing pants. Yeah. Have you ever? But not really. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. So, it's been real. It's been five episodes of Guild Wars 2 silliness. And silliness. you can follow us like again. Grandma. Just MMOfringe.com. That's all you need to know. We'll be there. We're, uh, Screwtape and I are going to be posting articles. Uh, Kaisif is going to be joining us doing that very soon. So come and join us on the forums there in the community. And thanks for listening to the GW2 SauceCast. Have a great day.